Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today has always had a passion for designing, especially interior designing. And within the past few years, she started a new brand called Hartman House. My guest today is Jessica Hartman. When did you fall in love with designing things and being a designer? I think from a really young age, honestly, um, I always look back at I was an only child till I was about 12 years old. And when we moved into our first home, we had a four bedroom home and that meant I kind of got to wiggle around between three different rooms. So I would oftentimes like get bored of my room and ask my dad to switch all my furniture to another bedroom. And every time I would switch, I would want a new theme, new paint. And, um, you know, I look back and I'm like, I had a Hawaiian theme. I had a fifties, like Marilyn Monroe, James Dean theme. I had a Titanic theme because I was oh. in love with the movie Titanic and Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. I yeah. had a stars theme. I had it all. So like from a very young age, I would say probably like nine or 10, I was always rearranging my room and, you know, moving furniture around. And yeah. My dad. So I think I started loving it when I was, yeah, like nine or 10. Oh, early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has there been any, like, career surprises thus far? Career surprises? Um, Yeah, I think that there's been, uh, I mean, I feel like I'm constantly learning, and there's always, like, learning curves along the way, but um, I would have never thought, you know, in starting my business just a couple years ago that now my husband would be on the team with me. I never thought that I would have employees. Um, It was always kind of just a hobby and really like a creative outlet for myself. I never really imagined that this would become like a full-fledged business where, you know, we were supporting our family by doing it. Um, But yeah, I think that there's good career surprises and there's not so good ones. Um, And you kind of just learn to adapt and adjust. But uh, the good ones are definitely having, you know, an amazing team, having, you know, we we've gotten to a point now with our business where we kind of get to pick and choose the projects that we want to work on, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then now having my husband join the team is it's, it's definitely like a huge surprise. I don't think he ever saw himself leaving the restaurant industry though. He dreamt about it forever, Mm -hmm. you know, after 18 long years, he just, you know, had his last day, I want to say over a week ago and, you know, we're now a family business. So it's awesome. That's so cool. When did you discover that you could make a, make a living uh with something that you love uh it was probably six months into starting my instagram page i started it like i said just as a creative outlet i was a pretty much a stay-at-home mom i worked in the restaurant as a server and bartender like three days a week and i would just get bored at home and you know i was like i want to do something for me you know um so i started an Instagram page solely dedicated to design. I had so many friends and family members that were like, you should share your interior more like on your personal page. And I would share it, but I was like, it would kind of get lost in the shuffle of like, you know, family selfies and vacations that I was like, you know what? I think I want to do just a dedicated Instagram page where I'm only showing my home. And at that time we lived in a little tiny apartment in Newport beach and non-upgraded Um, so I had to find inventive ways on how to turn our rental into a home, you know? So at the time, I think a lot of people were following me because they were like, Oh, well, I'm a renter and I want to, you know, figure out cool ways to do wallpaper. That's 
not going to ruin my walls or, you know, see how I could, you know, still incorporate rugs onto, you know, a place that's fully carpeted if I can't do any demo or anything like yeah. that. So I think I really, my target audience was people who were, you know, either also wanting a creative outlet, moms, wives, you know, people who just were like, you know, they, they kind of got it. And like, I built that niche, like I found my niche community with other designers. And so we would all talk about, you know, design together. And then I also had that, you know, little following where it was people who were like, oh, wow, she's doing some cool things with her rental. Um, I want to figure out how I can do that too. So lots of cool DIYs in the very beginning. And then slowly, but surely I started getting asked for design services. Uh, I regularly, I would say every day somebody was asking, Hey, can I hire you to do my home? And I was, I said no for a year straight. I was just like, in my mind, mind, it just didn't sound like something I wanted to do. Um, because I liked decorating my house the way that I wanted it. I wanted to. And I felt like if somebody hired me, I was going to have to decorate the way they wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, and my, my style is not everybody else's style, you know? So mm-hmm. for a year, I was like, that sounds awful. Like, I was like, I don't want to decorate for anybody other than myself. Yeah. And then after about a year of saying no, my husband was like, why aren't you looking into this more? Yeah. You know, you know do you want to stay working at the restaurant, waiting tables? Like, maybe this is something we should kind of look into. Um, so we really thought about it. We prayed about it for like six months straight. And I felt like God just kept opening doors and giving us the green light. So we finally took the plunge and started Hartman House LLC. We did everything the right way. In the beginning, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it right. Yeah. Start the LLC, get my tax ID number, do all the boring stuff, business cards, websites, all that. And then we finally, you know, started offering services. But yeah, how it how it went. <laughs> Did you guys work at the same restaurant when you guys both were in the restaurant industry? So, um, yes and no. So I've worked in a million restaurants. I worked at the Yard House, Tommy Bahamas, TGR Fridays. But at the time, um, he was working at Tommy Bahamas. He was managing Laguna Beach in oh. California. And I was serving at the Tommy Bahamas in Newport Beach. So oh. different restaurant, but different locations. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't be my boss because of, you know, fraternizing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What do you think are some big misconceptions about working in your field? I think that people think it's just nothing but like, you know, it's just so glamorous and it's fun and it's just, um, I think a lot of times people think it's easy. Like they think oh, you know, decorating a house, like how hard could it be? Like, there's not much that goes into that. I think that a lot of people, I get messages constantly that are like, I want to do what you do. How did you branch into interior design? How did you grow your following on Instagram? All that stuff. I don't think that people realize every single thing that goes into it. Um, It's a lot of hard work. And especially when you're not only doing interior design, but you're also building your own brand and your own business. Yeah. Um, a lot of this stuff we were doing ourselves. So, um, we're, I know a lot of, a lot of big companies, you know, they've got vendors and contractors for everything. Whereas a lot of times it was myself and my husband that were doing the feature walls or the shiplap or installing the tile or the light fixtures. And it's still stuff that we still do on a regular basis. We don't hire, we don't hire a team to go in and build the furniture. We do all that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a lot of times people think like, Oh, this is such a, this would be such a fun job. And, you know, um, 
it, it doesn't look like that much hard work and mm -hmm. I think that it would be easy to put mood boards together all day and it's it is I love it I'm so grateful that I get to call this my job yeah um, but it is a lot of hard hard work oh I'm sure <laughs> yeah it's you, it, you probably make it look so easy to other people yeah, they only get to see, they only see that side. I do, I am trying to show a little bit more of the not so glamorous side. Like for instance, yesterday we were on um, a site visit or an install um, and we were all sitting on the floor, like sitting on hardwood floor, just waiting, our painters were in the other room spraying mm -hmm. the kitchen. My husband was putting together furniture, but we literally for eight hours just sat on hardwood floor because we don't have any furniture up yet. Uh. So we're just designing, you know, sitting on the floor on our laptops and all of us are just like, oh, our backs, our butts are hurting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going to try to show you a little bit more of the not so beautiful side of design because it is a lot of, you know, oh um, I, yeah here's kind of it's like there's a whole science behind it like there's an unknown oh, science behind it oh yeah not everybody can and i mean that's the that's why we have clients not yeah. everybody can see a space and visualize it and say oh this is what i would do here you know people just they see their space and they're like they get so stuck and i'm like well that's where we come along because we mm -hmm. can i can see somebody's living room or bedroom and be like okay here's what i would do this is what i'm envisioning and then yeah. i can put it on put it on the computer on paper and show them and then they're like wow how did you guys come up with that how has social media impacted your business and your career yeah, so I wouldn't have any of this if it wasn't for social media. Um, like I said, I started the business. I, I started my page just as you know a hobby, essentially. Yeah, and then turned into people reaching out to me for yeah you know, design, and then that turned into us finally saying yes and taking the plunge. And then, you know, all of my inquiries and, you know, when people fill out a form, 99.9% .9 of people where it, when it says, how'd you hear about us? It's always through Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Very, very rarely is it like, you know, now um, we are doing a lot more projects out here um, in Arizona. So a lot of, uh, we get a lot of uh, realtor uh, referrals or like, you know, client referrals, but for the most part, it's social media. People find me yeah. through Instagram. So, you know, uh, it's such a, another big part of the job where it's like, yeah, I, I have to design, you know, most of my day, but also I, I have to also maintain my social media presence because mm -hmm. if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have the business. So yeah. it's affected us in great ways. We've got in, you know, um, you know, I've made amazing connections um with other designers yeah. I've gotten to meet some amazing people um you know we've branched out and been able to now hire you know other junior designers yeah. under ourselves so yeah it's it's been nothing but a godsend and I'm grateful for social media for sure how has the pandemic affected your work in general so initially we were really scared because we had a, an employee under us and when everything happened and got, you know, everyone was in the shut, the lockdown, um, my husband was furloughed for, I want to say like almost a month mm -hmm. and we were like, okay, what's going to happen if this continues? We had just purchased our first home. So we had a mortgage now we have our daughter, you know, we've got mouths to feed. We also had an employee that we needed to pay. Yeah. So we were worried that, you know, um, obviously 
we're in a luxury business, so not everybody is going to continue to hire a designer when mm -hmm. nobody knows what the state of the world was going to be. Exactly. Um, so the first, I would say the first month was a little hard. You know, we definitely saw a lot of cancellations um, that first month. Um, people were worried and I didn't blame yeah. them. I could totally, yeah. Yeah, so we had a lot of canceled contracts in the, you know, initial weeks. And then I think three, four weeks into the, you know, the quarantine, I feel like people were like, okay, well, I'm locked in my house and I just want to decorate now or just I want to work on my house. If I'm yeah. going to be in here, I want it to be pretty and I want to, I feel like people were watching HGTV nonstop. Yeah. So we actually started getting an influx of remote design inquiries and oh. our remote design is, you know, we obviously, we work via FaceTime, kind of how you and I are now. Like, yeah. You know, we get all of their detailed measurements or floor plans, pictures, 360 videos, all that stuff. And then we conceptualize their space for them without ever having to physically step foot into their Oh, yeah. So we got a ton of inquiries for remote design. So we were like, we did take a little dip for those first three weeks. And then we just were so, so busy with remote clients. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, yeah, we didn't it didn't affect us negatively. Um, and then mm -hmm. after the shutdown and, you know, we started, you know, the state of Arizona started opening back up. People started getting more comfortable with having us back in the home right away. So mm -hmm. then we started getting, you know, picking back up with in-home design, but thankfully um, it didn't affect us too negatively and praise God for that. Cause yeah, like I said, we, it was our first time having a mortgage. We yeah. had, we were definitely worried for a minute there. Is it difficult being the boss of your own company? <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. I don't like, my daughter always asks me and my husband, who's the boss? Um, he says he is. Um, I say that I am. <laughs> of course. He, I did, so when I started the business, I started it as a partnership. So I own 50% of the business. My husband owns 50%. And I did list him as the CEO. And then I listed myself as the owner and the principal designer. So technically, um, I mean, we're, I, I don't know. I consider us 50-50, but no, I don't think so. I'm really, I think that I'm very good at like delegating and I've gotten to a point now. It's still my baby for sure, but I've gotten to the point now where we have such amazing people working under us, Cayman and Abby and Jess, um, that they've learned how, you know, the Hartman House aesthetic and they know, you know, yeah. what we you know what we want to deliver to our clients what our style is um so i can trust them completely um with running projects so yeah. um, a lot of times you know even though i'm the you know primary designer um i can completely trust them with leading specific jobs so mm -hmm. like Cayman will be the lead designer under you know certain jobs yeah Abby will be the lead designer jess will be the lead designer but um yeah I think that it has been definitely still a learning curve, but I think being a boss for me, it's fun. And we've been blessed to have, you know, these amazing people work under yeah. us, so they make it easy. What would be something surprising for me and the next generation to know about owning a successful business? <sighs> surprising. Um, I think that... Uh, you, I mean, a successful business, I mean, I wouldn't even call ourselves like, I said, we're a successful business in the fact that we get to do what we love every single right. day. 
um, we're not making millions of dollars, um, you know, at the end of the day, like we're, we're still in our same house. We're still driving our same cars. Right. Um, we have people to pay and, you know, bills to pay. So it's, I, I think that when people think, oh, I'm going to be my own boss, I'm going to, um, you know, have a successful business. I'm going to do what I love. I think ultimately people sometimes think that they're going to be, you know, cutting themselves big checks every single month where that's not the case. You're going to be killing yourself for probably those first few years before you are making a return on the investment. Um, you know, so I think the shocker, especially with millennials, because my brother is one, he's 23 or 24. Um, and I feel like his, era is so different than mine i'm gonna be 35 next month and i feel like i came from, oh i'll be i'll be 20 next month see so i feel like i come from a generation where like we are just such hard workers i've been working since i was 14 years old um and i've always liked working and earning my own money mm-hmm. and being able to spend my own money and um I just, whereas my brother, you know, I, no offense, but my brother still lives with my parents. He doesn't have to pay for any bills. He right. Gets, you know, he just kind of slides by. Um, he, he's incredibly intelligent too. He went to University of Irvine. He graduated from high school with like a 4.5 grade point average. Oh, wow. He's amazingly intelligent, but he just kind of likes to chill. So I don't feel like running a business a successful business is for the faint of heart. I feel like you do have to put in a lot of really long days for a few years before yeah. you actually see that, you know. Oh, totally, moments, yeah. Those moments like now, like, you know, where my husband has been able to leave his business, you know, leave the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. Like, it took us three years to get here, you know, and now we're here and we're like, oh my gosh, those three years, it was all worth it. All those long nights, all those hours all those you know not cutting yourself a check you know moments it all ends yeah. up being worth all it worth it in the end totally yeah, we've got you know a family business and a team and so I think yeah. that that would be the shocker for when's me. your birth what day in July is your birthday July 9th I'm the 20th I'm the 23rd are you so you're cancer too then right Leo oh you're Leo okay yeah first day of the Leo world oh cool in what ways do you hope to expand your business in the future? Um, I would love to, you know, if God continues to open doors, I would love to be able to hire more junior designers underneath us. Um, and then, you know, to be able to have, um, you know, even contracting teams where we work hand in hand with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, you know, we're we're totally open to like new possibilities. Like I said, I never even saw myself starting a business at all. Mm -hmm. So if there were opportunities for us to write a book or, you know, like, um, open up storefront or maybe be on HGTV, maybe HGTV, you never know. Yeah. Or to start like some type of furniture line or, you know, the you know the options are kind of limitless and I think that we're open as long as it's the right thing and the right timing and we feel like it's right for our family but we're all about expansion so long as you know mm-hmm. it's yeah in God's timing and his will <laughs> yeah you and your husband could be the next Chip and Joanna who knows <laughs> those are really big shoes to fill yeah so I have like some fun questions because why yeah. not 
What is what song would be your life's theme song? Oh my gosh, we've thought about that so many times because we think about like, okay, if I was a professional baseball player, what would be my walkout song? <laughs> um, I don't know. It would probably be like, <laughs> I'm going to steal one of my best friend's songs. It's called Independent and it's by, oh gosh, I don't even know who sings it, but it's like I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Girl, you know what that means. I feel like I know that. So- I know that song. I just don't, it's, I'm drawing a blank as to who sings it. I don't remember. I can't remember the artist, but it is old. It's way before your time. It's like. Before 2001? Before, probably. It's like an early, yeah, early 90s hip hop jam. Oh, yeah. I'm sure my parents know what it is. I think it's like Little Webby or Little little something. I'm sure. My, I'll have to ask my parents if they know what it is. OMG. When you first saw an R-rated movie, how old were you and what movie was oh. it? Oh my gosh, I was probably like three years old. <laughs> so my uh, my mom moved from New Mexico to California and lived with her, moved in with her sisters. So we lived with my aunt mm-hmm. and my three cousins, Sonia, Stephanie, and Melissa, and they were all teenagers. Yeah, you know, and my mom had to go to work and my aunt had to go to work, so nine times out of 10, my cousins who were like anywhere from ages 12 to 17 were babysitting me. Yeah. So I had three, you know, teenage girl cousins babysitting me and they were always watching, you know, yeah, pretty woman and um, poltergeist and like all kinds of like Freddy Krueger. And yeah. they, were, they loved it. Like it was a, a mix of, like the raunchy 80s movies dirty dancing pretty woman all of those Uh greats and then it was also a mix of horror they loved the horror films so like i was watching that at age three (laughs) yeah pretty woman's my mom's favorite movie of all time is it it's a good one yeah it's a musical now too is it really Uh uh-huh i don't know how they did that yeah and brian adams wrote the score oh my gosh if you were stuck on a deserted island, who would you want to be there with you? Oh, that's easy. My husband. No baby? No daughter? Oh, like, is it one person? or is It could be whoever you want. It says, it just, oh, okay. I just wrote it very general. Yeah, my family, for sure. I'm so attached to my family, and I get, like, really bad anxiety when I'm, like, I have, like, two people that usually are able to calm me down, and it's, like, no, I take that back. One person. It's usually my husband. My mom usually makes me more anxious. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I would want to be around my family. When you are stressed out, how do you cope with it? Mm, So I have really bad anxiety. Me too. I suffer from depression. Same. Really bad panic attacks. So I take medication daily. Same. So uh, so I have to preemptively take medication every morning so that my my anxiety is kind of streamlined. Um, So I take my medication. Um, I also um, use CBD. That helps me a lot with stress. Um, So I will take like actually take a cbd that's made for women by women so it really helps like it, i also think it like balances the hormones a lot yeah i'll like do my rollerball or um mm-hmm. put like my drops underneath my tongue um if i'm really stressed too uh you know sometimes i just need to sit down and pray i feel like 
I like overdo, like I get over my head and like will start to overwhelm myself. And sometimes I'm like, Jessica, have you even prayed about this? Just give it to God. And sometimes when I give it to God and pray about it and just say, take care of this for me, I feel like it's such like a weight off my shoulders. But yeah, yeah. for sure. My medication, prayer, CBD, sometimes essential oils help. Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of things that I do for stress. What was your favorite subject in school? English, for sure. Ooh. The reading part or the it. writing part? Or both? Uh, the writing part, probably. Yeah. I really loved, I, I, I love grammar. Like, my husband's so different. He's really good at math and science, and I was always really good at English and history. Um, but I think a lot of what, what, um, why I like English, too, is I lucked out with some amazing English teachers. I did, um, yeah. And I think that they made my high school. I know. agree. Yeah. What is one gadget you can't live without? Oh, probably my phone. Yeah. And it's it's so sad to say, but like my whole business runs off of my phone. You know, I'm having to constantly, you know, check into social media, you know, check on emails. Yeah. I get, I'm constantly in communication with clients and my designers. So yeah, I, I need my phone. <laughs> What's your favorite way to relax? Oh... Um, I love a cocktail or a glass of wine. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like I would love, I love usually just like going to a restaurant with my husband and like having a date night and being able to kind of just like unload the day with each mm -hmm. other and just be like, uh, <sighs> a lot of times too, we'll have like my, my mom and dad live around the corner from us. So like they'll babysit our daughter for us and we can go and like have a date night and it's, we don't get many date nights, but when we do, it's, it kind of makes us go back to like you know when we first met and we were dating and uh I don't know it's always relaxing and fun and then we get to like we always remember like you know it sounds cheesy and corny but why we fell yeah. in love but it's so relaxing to just to be together and have a oh totally and, you know yeah <laughs> how old's your daughter she's six. Ah, oh, what's she into she is into a lot of things she's very girly right now she's like very into gymnastics. She's swimming every single day. Um, she's going to be back in ballet and tap dance. Oh, I uh, did that when I was her age. Yeah, so she'll be back in that next month. She's also starting soccer this fall. Mm. Um, so she's really active. She loves, you know, but she also loves um, LOLs, like those little. Oh, um, yep. They're doing an LOL like concert tour. Oh my gosh. It's so annoying because. <laughs> The, the toys are minuscule. Like they're like Polly Pockets. Oh yes, they're. I love Polly Pockets, but it's exactly like that. Where these little tiny pieces will be all over the house all the time, and every time she opens a new LOL, it usually like explodes like <laughs> with glitter, like glitter bomb. Um. So yeah, my husband he hates them, but yeah, she likes LOL. She's into Barbies. Um. All the all the girly things. She likes dressing up, painting her nails. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I, rem I remember I had a couple of Polly Pockets, but these I LOL things Polly. have been taking over. Yeah, the, like they're really annoying. Yeah, we're trying to get her not to be into them as much. She wanted to do an LOL birthday, and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> so um, then she was like, okay, well then I want. She wanted to do a gymnastics party, and I was like, ah, uh, but you're inviting like 
like what are the kids gonna do like not everybody can do gymnastics you know so yeah. she was like okay how about a swim party and then I was like what if we combine the two gymnastics swim and we do like an olympic themed party and we'll have olympic events and like the kids can do that's so cute yeah so we did an olympic games birthday party and it actually turned out so cute that's so cute oh my gosh what a really good idea I wanted her to do because I'm obsessed with Christmas and I wanted her to do her birthdays in the summer like in May and I was like do Christmas party <gasps> like a Christmas birthday party amazing like, and it would be so fun to have everybody come dressed Christmassy and do Christmas in the summer oh I love I you can never go wrong with that right what was the last show you binge watched oh there's a lot um it was oh gosh Mayor of East Ham. Uh, what was that? What's that you, on? Oh, Jamie, do you watch? Uh, are you into true crime at all? No, but I know people that are. Okay, so I'm obsessed with true crime. I love listening to murder podcasts. Um, so anything that I watch most of the time, if it's not like the if I'm not rebinging the Office or like <laughs> Parks and Rec, then yeah. it's um, usually like new true crime shows. Yeah. So the new one, the most recent one that I binged was called Mayor of East Town, and it's with Kate Winslet, Ooh. and she plays like a detective, and it is on HBO, but like if you have like Hulu Plus or whatever, yeah. um, you can watch it on Hulu. It's really, really good though. Ooh. It is one of those shows where you can like it's you can't predict it it's very unpredictable um mm -hmm. and it like keeps you on the edge of your seat it was i highly highly recommend Ooh, what's your favorite holiday oh christmas hands down oh yeah i can see i i've already i was counting down yesterday i was like okay we're about to be in july like how many more months how many more days till christmas again we're oh, we're more well by the time this airs we'll be less than six months away there we go I can't wait. <laughs> You'll, will you be pulling things and buying things in, like, September, October? No, I'm not that crazy, but I do, like, start listening to Christmas music, um, like, the beginning of November. Like, very beginning of November. So, like, right after Halloween? Right after. Like, literally the day after Halloween, I start turning on Christmas music. And if I can't find it on the radio, I'll put it on, like, Spotify or Pandora. I'll put it on Christmas and then by the time Christmas rolls around, my husband is just so sick of Christmas music because I've been listening to it since end of, yeah, October 31st, pretty much. Do you put your Christmas tree up, like, right after Halloween? Oh, yeah. I'm infamous for that. So I've tried not to so much anymore, um, but I used to do a fall tree. Ah. So I would pull the Christmas tree out like in the beginning of September and my husband is like this is crazy but I would do a fall tree so it would stay up for Halloween and it would stay up for Thanksgiving that's smart it's, it's fun but then you have to undecorate it all and then redecorate it all for Christmas and then by the time Christmas is over because I always my family leaves it up after New Year's yeah then you're just kind of sick of having a tree up for mm -hmm. that long um, and you just want to be able to breathe in your house, I feel like, and let go of all the clutter. But yeah, I used to do all tree. What has been your personal favorite Halloween costume you ever wore? Ooh, mine? Oh, oh man. That's a good one. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Like, I love, there was one that I loved when I was little, but then Hunter and I always do... Like, we were Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World one year. That one was fun. It was just super easy. Yeah. Um, 
we were, oh, one, I, a good one was, like, it was a funny one. I was, uh, he was Little Red Riding Hood, and I was the Big Bad Wolf. That's so hilarious. That that's that hilarious. And I, reci- I recycled that one for a few years. Oh, that's actually smart. <laughs> Once again, I've been speaking with interior designer Jessica Hartman of Hartman House. I will see you all in my next episode where I am chatting with Holly Conway from Tina, the Tina Turner musical.